listening to Awake in Relationship, a podcast about intimacy, community, and culture in a time of great change, with Silas Rose. Silas Rose, and you're tuned into the first episode of Awakened Relationship. So I'm super excited to kind of introduce to you uh, the origins and uh, vision of this podcast, and I've asked a good friend of mine, Michael Liam Hall, to join me in a chat, because it's always more interesting to have a conversation than a monologue. So my aspiration as the host is to really provide you, the listener, an introduction to some amazing thought leaders, innovators, and change makers on the frontiers of relationship work. So I really see this as kind of a conversation uh, between you and me, and uh, we kind of build this ship together. So without further ado, uh, here's my chat with Michael. So I'm super grateful to have uh, a good friend uh, with me in the studio today, Michael Liam Hall. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Silas. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, this is uh, definitely an interesting moment um, in my journey, and it's wonderful. We've kind of, both Michael and I have, um, you know, shared our paths at different points in time, you know, beginning, I think, when was it, Michael? Probably 2001. Yes, I believe it was. Yeah. 2001, 2002. Yeah. Yeah, in acupuncture school. Acupuncture schools, uh, five days after the Twin Towers came down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Another great time of change. Uh, indeed. Michael, I'm, I'm wondering if you could just maybe talk a little bit about, uh, you know, where you've come from in terms of your professional life and, and kind of where you're going, uh, specific to relationship. For sure. Uh, for the last... For the last 12 years or so, I've been focused on running HEMA, which is a yoga studio and community acupuncture clinic. Mm -hmm. um, we are the first community acupuncture clinic in Canada, actually, we, when we opened in 2007. And currently there are about 300 clinics that are affiliated with this larger organization of community acupuncture. Um, and that, so that's been my, my primary focus is, is, is operating that establishment, which is basically a, a community health center mm. that is, um, that attempts to be open and welcoming to folks of all, all, uh, shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, and one of our main focuses has been around accessibility, uh, not just a physical accessibility, but an economic accessibility. Um, and so we've address that by creating a sliding scale for our for our fees which i think has worked really well in terms of bringing people of different class in particular and different income into our space and allowing them to access those services yeah. so it's been a health-centered focus but also a very much a community building exercise mm -hmm. um i would say where i'm where my own focus and and where my own focus is is going forward mm. is in in looking at a couple of things one is looking more deeply at 
at relationships like how do we relate to one another as humans mm -hmm. in this crazy world that we're in right now and particularly um, have an interest in uh, in sexuality and our sexual health and uh, and connection yeah. um, and that led you to uh, some some very unique training that you've done recently yeah a couple of years ago I I went th uh, I I received training in something that's called a somatic sex education mm -hmm. and that's a that's a branch of study right now that's that's evolving and it sort of combines uh, somatic therapy with uh, sex education mm -hmm. um, works a lot with uh, trauma um, but also really focuses around helping people to uh, to explore understand express their their sexual selves yeah as you will yeah which yeah, is so often shut down exactly in this, in this society for yeah sure. not a lot of space for that yeah 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 wow. so that's a work that i'm sort of evolving into and uh and again is very much associated with community like how do we how do we bring those conversations out in the out in the open yeah uh in a way that enhances our connections with one another and with our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's another kind of missing piece of wholeness. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 An important, an important piece that we all share, yeah. but we don't necessarily often talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Michael and I shared the acupuncture part and I think we, um, you know, definitely really more curious about, um, this training, the sexological body work training. And, you know, it's one of, um, my hopes to bring Michael back to talk a little bit more in depth on that on that topic. I just want you know, I mean, giving a little bit of my my background. Uh, I really kind of started out in the activist world as uh, kind of a hippie radical in uh, in the forests of uh, Vancouver Island. And, um, and do, we have, do we have pictures of that? <laughs> maybe maybe on my CSIS uh, file somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a big part of my life in my early 20s. I kind of fell into that, that tribe, which is actually really, I look, I look back on with a lot of fondness because it was really steeped in values um, that I carry forward uh, to this day. And um, so, you know, from the activist world, I kind of moved into the nonprofit world, uh, focused on international development, and then got into uh, food security. And then I decided I was sick of meetings, and so I got into uh, acupuncture training with Michael. Another nonprofit world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good point. <laughs> That's another work in progress. <laughs> but, but one with a lot of heart, of course. Absolutely, yeah. And um, so, you know, I, I did 15 years of that, um, and I, I haven't completely uh, turned in my needles, but I'm um, taking a bit of a pause. This this podcast is part of that kind of figuring out well what's what's in, what's inspiring for me right now where's my passion and and service so yeah when it comes to this podcast you know I've been through kind of a big change in my life mm. in particular the last couple of years um, lots of uh, loss mm. with parents and and actually my spiritual community as well has kind of melted down I was um, involved in Shambhala Buddhism for about 20 years and uh, those teachings and view you know that's very much woven into 
the heart of this this podcast. You know, the vision of creating a sane and good society and discovering, you know, basic goodness. But there was, you know, a big scandal with the the primary teacher internationally and so it's a it's a time of reflection for myself and a lot of people mm. about the heart of those teachings and, and how to go forward. It feels like in a way that we're moving in we have been for several decades yeah. uh, moving into a, a a different paradigm that doesn't necessarily involve uh, an individual leader but rather you know individuals within a collective group educating yeah. and informing one another mm. uh, i also had similar experiences along my journey yeah. of fallen leaders uh, mostly men uh, all men <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, it, yeah. it's interesting to well, there's, that you say that there's actually a prophecy around that um, you know around the, the Buddha Maitreya that the future Buddha uh, would be a community hmm. yeah interesting and I, I really kind of feel that you know yeah <clears throat> we all have a little bit of wisdom to offer yeah and I think uh, we can keep each other accountable for sure so, you know, part of the um, the transformation I've been in as well has also been, you know, for the last 20 years, I've also had kind of a chronic uh, challenge with my vision, my eyes, which um, started quite suddenly, actually. Around when I was 24, 25, it was, it was sort of kind of forced me to be internal and uh, reconcile my relationship with myself in a in a very deep way. I kind of popped out the other end of that journey about a couple of years ago, you know, with uh, some help of some some medical help, basically, which um, was long overdue. And I sort of feel like Rip Van Winkle in many ways that um, there's been a lot of life experience on the outside world that I've missed hmm. because I've been so internal. So, Michael, I don't know if you're you're feeling it, but I, I, that sense of urgency right now that we are kind of at a, at a real turning point in our culture, society, uh, where there's a lot of kind of big things bearing down on us. Well, it seems like a lot of it seems like a lot of that is breaking down, as you say, like um, you know, and and being turned upside down. But the fundamental desire a need of humans to have real connection with one another mm. remains. Yeah. Um, it's a great unifier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a couple of weeks ago, I watched this church being torn down mm. a few blocks from my business place. And I was just struck by the, the, the symbology of that. Just yeah, the, true. just the, how this place that was once, seen as a community center when i was a kid the church was the community center that's where people came together and heard stories and looked after each other and brought meals to each other Mm. and and watching that get leveled for some sort of an apartment complex i'm assuming and then seeing people show up at my my place of business and think of it thinking of it as a community center uh just strikes me as really ironic or or just interesting at least and it shows to me that there's still this real vital need um for for community and connection and i especially um 
in today's world where yeah. we have this illusion a lot of times of connection and community, I'm talking about social media here, mm-hmm. um, that actually just really serves, <laughs> serves uh, uh, consumerism and capitalism primarily. Yeah. I mean, it is a way of sort of grouping people together, which can be really great, but it also in that grouping really further separates us mm. and I'm, also doesn't really create real, real intimacy, real connection, which so, is what we're really hungry for. So what I, what I hear you saying is you're going to start a church. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a church of Hema. Come on down. Yeah. Comes, comes with needles. I'm reluctantly having a community center there. Yeah. yeah. I keep reminding people this is a social business enterprise here, but. <laughs> so what do you think, you know, as, as a listener what, what are you hoping to get out of this podcast? Hmm. Well, I would say, I guess, like hearing, hearing diversity, hearing diverse yeah. voices. Uh, I think that's really one of the most important things that we can do right now mm-hmm. is to really listen and hear from one another as a way of connecting. So yeah. um, uh, diverse voices, diverse backgrounds, diverse experiences um, that we can all learn from and, Mm -hmm. and connect with. Um, I was at a, a week long, uh, intimacy educator training over the summer with a group of about 12 individuals. Mm. And we were all very unique, diverse individuals and not people that would normally be probably friends on Facebook or yeah. or hang out together. Yeah. And what really struck me is that within that five day period of of sharing stories and listening, we were able to profoundly uh, connect and support mm. one another in our own healing journeys. Yeah, I've really found that um, with the the dance community in uh, Victoria, you know. Uh, Again, part of the bubble, the beautiful bubble of Victoria is this wonderful ecstatic dance, you know, community of people that come out uh, putting in a plug for Dance Temple in Victoria <laughs> on Sunday mornings. <clears throat> if you want to get your groove on with uh, 150 people in the room. But it's uh, it's amazing how to create community non-verbally through the dance and how, how nourishing that's been. You know, for me, it's, it's saved my bacon. I would agree, and I'm and I'm I'm an introvert primarily. Yeah. Um, so it, I have to drag myself there a lot of times. <laughs> but what I find when I'm in the midst of that group, uh, with soft focus, um, I'm just filled oftentimes with ju- just this immense joy and mm-hmm. appreciation and gratitude, yeah. uh, just in seeing other human beings. Uh, sharing and expressing and dancing it's just such a simple form but creates such a powerful sense of yeah. of community and it's connection a, it's like an oasis yeah you know sort of this little love bubble yeah and, and i guess what i would say too though like when you when you talk about community and culture i think mm-hmm. what interests me as well is like how do we take those kinds of moments and create something bigger around them so that so that we can continue that when we walk out of the out of the doors of the dance temple or out of the community acupuncture clinic or you know someplace where we're having these experiences similarly with the with the week-long workshop that i did you know um how do we build and maintain those 
those connections and community absolutely uh, so that it becomes something bigger and more meaningful for people on an everyday basis and then that's that's really part of um you know my vision for this podcast is you know certainly featuring people like yourself and other kind of innovators thought leaders that are they're trying to do that work yeah and offer tools to kind of create those spaces and moments you know in relationship but also hopefully to eventually get to the point where we're actually hosting events yeah so trying to actually develop some sense of community within the people that have kind of gathered around this information yeah and i think in that sense this is really an exciting time like you know sometimes when you read the news or or hear the stories about what's going on in the world, it can make you pretty depressed. But I think that at the same time, mm-hmm. that can create, can light a fire in, in a sense, and also create a lot of opportunity for exploration. And, and um, you know, I think just mm-hmm. even about uh, as we uh, grow older yeah. and move into a, a, this, a stage of elder in life, it's like... Um, I don't know. I like to envision that that we will be shaping and creating what that life will look like and not just yeah. like checking into the old folks home. You know? <laughs> not that that's necessarily a bad place to be, but yeah. um, but that ours will be a, hopefully a little more dynamic. Yeah. Um, well, I, I hope my uh, old folks home <laughs> has a, a sound system with a big sub. <laughs> Indeed, and dance temple and yeah. community acupuncture and, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's like, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Play. I mean, we can create that. It's, uh, for me, like there's just so much fear and aloneness right now that mm. it's kind of our duty to create that. And I, I, I'm sort of inferring, I want to bring in the listener here. Yeah. That that's probably a big reason why he or she is listening in is because they're either doing that now or they want to be doing more of that in the future where they're the center of, of a little oasis, um, you know, bringing people together, uh, creating connection, uh, basically, you know, more love, less fear. For sure. And my hope for your podcast is that it mm. inspires people to go out and, you yeah. know, plug in to, to these uh, experiences events community um to try it on to to practice to play yeah absolutely so michael um how can people find out more about you and and your clinic and what you do uh yeah you can go to hema.ca on the internet h-e-m-m-a.ca if you want to know more about our yoga studio and community acupuncture clinic and event center and if you're interested in uh, the somatic sex educator work that I'm doing right now, uh, you can find me on at uh, intimateintelligence.com. Intimateintelligence, all one word, dot com. Awesome. Thanks again to Michael for joining me in conversation today. And if you're interested in learning more about how to kind of work with conflict and bring it to the path, I invite you to join me in episode two in my conversation with Susan Gillis Chapman the author in The Five Keys of Mindful Communication, where we'll be diving deep into practices for moving from me to we.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Awake in Relationship. If you liked what you heard, please click subscribe to get the latest show delivered fresh to your device or sign up for our newsletter at awakeinrelationship.com. Sharing is caring. Thank you.